What's happening team? Welcome to the Type 1 Movement Podcast where I'm going to be sharing with you my tips, tricks and stories to help you lead the healthiest life possible as a Type 1 diabetic. I'm your host, Type 1 Tom. Just a quick disclaimer, any advice that I give will not overpower your medical professional, so please consult with them first if you're thinking of making any changes. Yes, gang, what is happening? Welcome back to another episode of the Type 1 Movement Podcast. Before we get started, please, as I always say, leave me a rating and a review on the podcast app, as it really does help me reach more Type 1 diabetics and inspiring positively impact our community. That's the goal with this at the end of the day. Also, screenshot, share it on your Instagram stories, tag me at type one underscore Tom, so I can reach out and say thank you. I've had so many messages of people recently saying, I love your podcast, thanks so much. And I love that. And I'll be honest with you guys, I was just telling the guys on the live then, I'm not doing an episode for this is the third week because I've had quite a bit of shit going on. Um, and yeah, basically, I've not done an episode. So... Today, I was sat there, I was planning the episode, and what motivated me to get one done today is the messages that I get from you guys saying, hey, I love your podcast, uh, it's really helped me, and like these messages, when I get them from you guys, keep them coming, please, because at times that are difficult for me, and I'm struggling to, to get myself going to record an episode, I just think about the messages from you guys and think about the impact that you guys let me know I'm having on you. And that really keeps me going. As much as I'm here to inspire you guys and keep you guys going, you guys keep me going as well. So thank you. But anyway, overcoming the biggest struggle I hear from other type ones. Um, I was going to put that, what the actual struggle is in the title, but when I went to go live on Instagram... The fucking Instagram are changing things all the time, man, because they decided it was too many characters for me, so I had to shorten it down. But we'll say it straight away. The biggest struggle is my diabetes isn't a priority and I don't have time. Yeah, diabetes isn't a priority and I don't have time. So first of all, I want to say, like, I totally understand that. I totally understand. As from a type 1 to a type 1, I understand... When things get a little bit busy, um, life's hectic, and it's so easy to let our diabetes and, and managing our blood glucose and doing the work, it's so easy to kind of let that take a back seat, if you like, yeah? But in this episode today, I really want to look at some of the reasons why we might say that. Um, and it's going to be a bit of a... Basically, I, I'm going to paint... So my job as a coach is to paint a picture to get you to move from A to B. Yeah, to get you to move from A to B closer towards your goal in whatever means and ways possible. The way that I do that with a lot of people is I, I'm quite tough love and quite harsh and I will paint a picture that will make you be like, wow, fucking hell, you know what? I didn't think about it like that. And that's what I'm going to do in this episode. It is going to be a bit of tough love, but I want you to know before we get into it that it's said with love and it's said with understanding because, hey, I'm a type one like yourself. I battle with it daily like yourself. I'm in the trenches. I've not just read it in a book. Do you know what I mean? I'm not telling you guys to do something that is facetious or isn't realistic or isn't livable or sustainable. Ask any of my clients that. Everything that I'm telling you guys, like, I've done myself or I think myself, yeah? So I do want to say that, really, before we get into this episode. If you are a delicate snowflake and it does trigger you or offend you, I do apologize now, but then I also always say to people, if you are triggered by what someone says to you, chances are, and I know because I've been there in the past, chances are you know it's true. 
if we're triggered by what someone says to us, chances are we know it's true, right? So I'm going to say that first. And if you've come across anything that I speak about in this, like you'll understand it. And again, if it does offend anyone, I do fucking apologize. But the goal of this is to get you to move from A to B. So first of all, let's get into it. We, I want to look at why sometimes diabetes isn't a priority and, you know, we're just too busy for it. So I think sometimes one of the reasons is we get comfortable. We get comfortable and complacent. I put those down as two different things, but basically they're the same. We get comfortable. We're going through the momentum, going through routine. We're not really thinking like day-to-day -day life. And we just get comfortable with testing our levels and, oh, it's all right. It's a high. It's a low. You know what I mean? Oh, it's in range. Great. Like we just get comfortable and we get a little bit complacent. Yeah. And the next thing is, this is a big one. We think, we think it won't happen to me. Like the shit that we know, let's be honest here team, me and you now, listening to this, watching this, we know as tight ones, the stuff that can happen to us and me, that's how I can say this, and me, I'm no exception to this, if we don't control our blood glucose levels, we can lose our eyesight, we can lose limbs, we can get organ failures, do you know what I mean, like... You know as well as I do, like, there's a lot of stuff that can happen if we don't manage our diabetes properly. But sometimes, sometimes we can think that, you know what, hey, I, it, that won't happen to me. It won't happen to me. Yeah, we can think that. So that could be a reason why we get a little bit complacent, we get comfortable, and we don't really make our diabetes a priority. Another thing, a big thing, is that other people... Um, in your life, you may think that they come first. Maybe kids, maybe family, maybe friends and stuff. So putting other people first and not, not making ourselves a priority. Work is another reason. Work might be that busy. It's taking up that much mental energy that there might be no room in there for your diabetes, right? And then another reason is like day-to-day -day life. Day-to-day -day life, if, if we're that busy in day-to-day -day life. Now, this is the part where I'm going to be completely honest with you guys and I'm going to paint a picture for you. And I'm going to tell you what my, my personal biggest fear is with my diabetes. This is my personal biggest fear, right? So I'm going to paint it out for you. So let's say I wasn't well managed and I was just going through the motions. And I kept doing that for years and years. I had a few complications and stuff. But then one day, things build up. And I'm going to paint this clear as daylight. Like, this is my biggest fear. Things build up. And... I end up in hospital because I've gone into DKA and I've been in a coma. And my mum and dad and those who love me are stood around hospital, this hospital bed with me there. And I don't know, I just picture myself like having a machine breathing for me. Like this is how my mind goes to the depth that my mind goes. But I want to paint a picture for you guys as well because this is what keeps me going forward, right? So I'm in this hospital bed because I've not managed my diabetes. My mum and dad and those who love me are stood around, mainly like mum and dad. And the doctors are like, yeah, yeah, well, we don't know if he's going to come out of this coma. If he does, he might have brain damage and stuff like that. And, and like, that scares me so much. And then in my little vision that I've painted, I know it may, it may sound funny, but this is like, it's fucking scary as well, right? Like, I come out of this coma and I'm speaking to mum and dad. And mum and dad are like, Thomas, like, what, what happened? And I was like, oh... I didn't think it had happened to me. I just, I didn't really make, make my health and my diabetes a priority and it built up over years and I thought I'd be all right. That is my biggest fear. 
biggest fear. Now, can you imagine if I have kids? Some of you guys listening to this have got kids. I speak to so many type ones that have got kids or want kids. But imagine if you, you have a kid and something like that happens to you and your child is having to, to look over you in hospital and stuff like that. Man, for me, that's fucking scary. That really does scare me and that's enough to drive me forward, yeah, to manage my diabetes and manage my health. That, that's my personal life. I've not told many people that, but that's what scares me the most. And take what you will from that team. If you can take something from that and that can knock you out of that, oh, my, you know, my diabetes is in priority, I'm too busy, then so be it. The big thing that I want to cover as well is like others come first. And I, I always say this when people say like, I'm so busy with my kids and so busy with my family and work and stuff. Like, you guys know when you have a good day with your blood glucose or a good couple of days, you've got a great time in target with 70%, 80%, 90% or above. Our average is great. How good do you feel? You feel great. You feel like you can take on the world. You've got so much energy. Now, when you're not in great control, how shit do you feel? I know for me, I get moody. I don't give my best self to other people. And that's the point I want to touch on. Imagine if you did put the work in, you made it a priority for a while and you got good control, you'd be giving your best self to those people who you say you are putting first. Because let's say you're not putting yourself first, your control isn't great, you're feeling moody, you're aching, you're in pain, you feel like shit. You're not really giving your best self to those around you who you are putting first. So surely putting yourself first and making your diabetes a priority is going to work out better for those around you because you're going to be able to give your best self to those loved ones, right? That's the way that I see it as well. And it's the way that I want to try and get, get you guys to see it. So I think that's, that's some of the reasons why we can be like, oh, you know, I'm too busy, diabetes isn't priority. But when I start to ever slip in that, I always think my worst fear, <clears throat> excuse me, I always think my worst fear, like being in the hospital bed, and people surrounding me, like that scares me so much. And I do apologize if you have experienced this. I do apologize if you have experienced this, um, like before. Like, but I think it's something that's important to say, to be honest with you. I think it is something that's important to say. So, what I do want to look at, what I do want to look at is like, usually, usually when someone's saying that the diabetes isn't a priority, they're too busy. Usually it's from like overwhelming confusion, right? Usually when type ones are saying that my diabetes isn't a priority, um, I'm too busy, it's usually like some overwhelm or confusion, like they're not really clear on what to do to have better glucose control or better manage diabetes, right? And I know at times when I've been unclear on how to achieve something. Let's say I do have a goal, but I'm unclear on how to achieve it. I'll put it off and I'll put it off. And I'll make excuses for myself. And it's not necessarily, I'm not saying that you're not busy. Do you know what I mean? Like your life's not busy. I understand that, like I said at the start. But I would say like normally, nine times out of 10, it's I've made excuses because I'm not fully sure about how I'm going to go about achieving it. And it's kind of like over, overwhelm, right? So instead of me just coming on here and saying, look, this is my, this is why you should make your diabetes a priority. Like this is my worst fear. I want to give you like a few actual actionable things to go away and work on. 
So I want to give you a few places to start. Yeah, I want to give you a few places to start on when it comes to sort of managing your glucose levels. Yeah, and making your diabetes a priority. So I'm not going to go into depth because I have gone in depth on other podcast episodes in how to do each one of these specifically, but we're going to briefly touch on it. So if you're like, my diabetes isn't a priority, I'm too busy, life gets in the way, hopefully me telling you my biggest struggle and painting that picture is going to get you to move, is going to get you to prioritize it a little bit. But <coughs> excuse me, now I'm going to tell you where you should be prioritizing. Yeah. So where do we start? First, start testing your basal insulin, whether it's pens or a pump. Make sure that's right. That's like, I'm heavy on this in my program with my clients because that's like the building blocks. Let's say we're building a house and we've got a very shit foundation, but we're like, fuck it, I'm just going to wing it. I'm going to start building the house up. I'm going to make it dead nice inside. And then you get some shit weather and the house blows over. That's basically what can happen <laughs> in a nutshell if your basal rate is incorrect and then you start going in doing this all, this all this other shit. So start testing your basal insulin. I've done a podcast episode all about how to test that. And the next one, which we're moving on to, is test your insulin to carb ratio, yeah? And then just start to eat a little bit better. I'm not saying you need to go super fucking strict with everything, start cutting out all your favorite foods or go low carb if you don't want to. Just start to eat a little bit better. I say this all the time. We're all adults. You know how you should be fucking eating. Don't eat like a dick. It's as simple as start eating a little bit better. And then the last one is start to move around a little bit more. You know, make sure you're getting your steps in. <coughs> Excuse me. Just getting over a back end of a cold here. So make sure you're getting your steps in. And then working out. <coughs> Sorry. Working out as well. Like two, three times a week. Make sure you're being as active as you possibly can. Four simple places for you to start. If you're unsure on how to test basal rate or insulin to carb ratio, I did a full podcast episode on that, so go and check that out. And then eating better, a little bit better, and moving a little bit more. There's some actionable things that you can go and start on, yeah? <clears throat> and that is hopefully then going to stop you saying, oh, my diabetes isn't priority, I've not got the time, because <clears throat> as I've just said, I know we all think these, these complications won't happen to us, but they will at the end of the day, and I think we need to face that. And I think, like, I understand this now because I've spoke to and helped so many type 1s where they have actually had scares or had certain complications happen to them. And they said the same. They was like, <coughs> excuse me, I never thought it happened to me. They said, I never thought it happened to me. And I think sometimes when we speak to other type 1s that have actually been through that shit, it does, it's hard, but it does bring it to life for us a little bit more. So, quick recap... Yeah, basically, the biggest struggle that I hear from other type 1s is my diabetes isn't a priority and I don't have time. I've painted the picture on why I make it a priority, why I have time for it, because I'm so fucking scared about, not necessarily me, and this is another thing, like, I think when we set out to do something for solely ourselves, um, it's not really good enough. If we set a goal and we're like, I just want to do it for me, sometimes it's not really strong enough. But if you're like like with me, I want to do it for my parents. Um, if you've got kids, I want to do it for my kids. Think about that. Keep that in mind. Like, Because sometimes <clears throat> just doing something for ourselves isn't enough. Yeah? It needs to be done for other people. <clears throat> I should have filled more fucking water up here, shouldn't I? Oh, I've got, I've got a little bit left. Give me a minute. A stupid fucking tickly cough. So, yeah, that's one thing to think about. If If... Doing it for yourself 
doesn't move you and get you to make it a priority, think about your kids. Think about how they feel seeing you in not good health. Yeah? Think about your family, your loved ones, how they'd feel. And go and do it for them. That's a big driver. If that doesn't drive you forward, I'll be honest, I don't know what the fuck will. Yeah? And then I've give you four places to start. Testing basal, testing insulin to carb ratio, eating better, and moving more. Yeah? Team, that is it. If you got value from this episode, please leave me a rating and review on the podcast app. <coughs> if I can start fucking coughing, I do apologize about that. Like I said, I'm just getting over the back end of a cold. And yeah, until the next episode, team, thank you very much for listening today. I do appreciate you. Have a great day wherever you are in the world. Peace.